Hello everyone, this is Chanel Hancock, host of Chanel's Language Learning Journey podcast. It's October 22nd, 2018, here in Akron, Ohio. Today, I'm going to be talking about what does it take to maintain a language after you reach the upper intermediate level. You know, I have to say that studying languages for the past four years or so has given me a little bit of insight into what it means to maintain a language or at least two languages or three languages that I have, you know, studied independently. You know, it takes a lot. You have to write a schedule out. You have to practice every day. Now, you can practice anywhere as low as five minutes a day up to an hour a day. It just depends on what you're comfortable with doing. You know, you can listen to a podcast in order to maintain, you know, listening comprehension in the language. You can write out sentences or write a short story or create a comic book like a friend of mine did. He was fluent in Spanish, Italian, and French, and he was also an artist and a language teacher as well of Spanish. And he would write comic book strips in the language that he was speaking. He did it in Italian, he did it in French, he did it in Spanish. And I mean, it looked like a Calvin and Hobbes, which is an American um, comic book strip, book. That's how good it was. But he was able to keep up his skills in the languages that he knew. Now, some people say, I don't have time. You know, I have a job, I have kids, I have you know, other things going on in my life, and I really just don't have the time. Well, you can make some time. You can use what's called your dead time. So let's say you're on Facebook for an hour. Well, instead of an hour of Facebook, what you can do is change the language in Facebook to whatever target language that you're comfortable with, whether it's Russian, Spanish, French, in my case. And you can read the posts that people are posting on Facebook. You can respond to them by writing in the post language, if you like. These type of techniques are very key to you being able to continue improving upon the language. Now, that doesn't mean you have to crack open a Teach Yourself book or Aussie Mill book or a living language or colloquial Ruglitch book, you can just do small things. You know, okay, well, I want to make some ziti for dinner. Well, instead of getting the recipe in English, you can find the recipe in Italian, and you can make the recipe in Italian from, you know, whatever online resource you may find. You know, okay, instead of having an English cookbook, get an Italian one. Instead of getting a Russian 
um, English dictionary, get a monolingual dictionary, uh, Russian to Russian, French to French, Italian to Italian. This way, when you're trying to look up vocabulary, you can give examples from that dictionary in the language. This way, you're not translating from English to Italian or French or Russian or Spanish. And this helps. Um, I know what I do when I want to maintain my Spanish. I decide I'm going to listen to Shakira's El Dorado CD. Now, I've listened to it over and over and over again. So now I can sit here and I can listen in my head to the words in Spanish because I've listened to it so many times on repeat. And there are certain songs that I like and I put them to memory. So I sing along. This way I get to keep my Spanish up. Or I'll sit there and I'll have a language exchange with a friend of mine from Mexico or Colombia. Entonces, you know, these are the types of things that I do in order to keep my language level up. You know, I'll listen to a book, whether it's Harry Potter or Game of Thrones or Hunger Games, or I'll read a newspaper article, anything to be able to maintain my languages. Now, what about if you don't have an hour, like the whole day? Well, what you can do is you can take 20 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes while you're on the bus, 20 minutes when you're coming home, there's your hour. You can break it up that way. And then, if you do this like five days a week, it adds up. So, I remember when I was a student and I was taking Spanish in college. And what I would do is I would have my 75 minutes of class twice a week um, for my intermediate class. And then I would go downstairs because that would be my last class of the day and I would go to the tutoring center and I would have my friend help me with my homework and we would do it for another two hours so and I would do this like five days a week so I had an additional 10 hours I would have about 12 and a half hours worth of Spanish a week and that was sufficient enough for me because by the time I got to the end of 2020 Spanish here in the States, um, I was able to translate the text that was on the page from Spanish to English and back again because I was able to, to do some every day. And then... Once I became highly proficient in the language, you know, they wanted to talk about sending me to Mexico and Cuba. But unfortunately, due to the fact that I didn't have the funds at the time, and I was young, um, I didn't go to Mexico or Cuba. I mean, a professor wanted me to follow her to a um, university in Illinois where she was going to be tenured... Spanish um, professor, and I, I, I didn't go there. I went to Kent State instead, and I didn't take up Spanish in college after my last semester at community college. I 
took up theater. And, you know, languages, aside from Spanish and English, I didn't know French, I didn't know Italian, I didn't know Russian, I didn't know German. And, you know, I wish I would have. Because some of the the plays were in these languages and it was some of the terminology was in these languages and I really had a struggle to understand. Now I understand a lot more now since being a part of the language learning community and studying French and Italian and I'm studying Dutch as well um, along with Swedish and Chinese and I hope to study uh, Japanese and Egyptian Arabic at some point but I mean, I maintain these languages by practicing every day, whether I'm speaking, when I'm listening to a podcast, whether I'm listening to music. And these are just some simple tips and tricks that you can utilize in order to be able to keep the motivation to, you know, keep your level up. Whether it's an A1, A2, B1, B2, which on the European um, framework, you will, um, forgive me, here in the States, we would call that a 10-10, 2010, 2020 2020 um, level, um, which is A1 to B2. And I have to say, it's worth... Um, reading a great reader reading a newspaper article taking down some notes you know um taking you know grocery lists and writing in the target language so you want to write your grocery list in italian write it in italian instead of english this way you're maintaining the the vocabulary that you need for food or you're maintaining the the shopping list you need for personal items the more you implement the language into your daily life, the better off you're going to be. Um, you know, put post-it sticky notes. Um, you know, if you can read print, put post-it sticky notes. Um, because that way it help you remember, you know, what certain things are. In certain languages, whether it's a microwave, whether it's the stove, whether it's a lamp, whether it's a refrigerator, you know, I mean, this way, you won't forget it. You know, you can do like five, ten minutes on Memorize, or if you use Duolingo, or if you use Quizlet, or Mosalingua, you know, these are just a few resources you can use or even if you take some index cards and you write out your own which is fine because there's nothing wrong with that i believe in using old-fashioned techniques in order to be able to remember um certain words or certain phrases i'll get out my braille writer and i'll get my flashcards and i'll go word by word and i'll braille it out and i'll write the definition down and then I have something that's tangible for me to read with my fingers. And, and it helps. Or I'll, I'll copy and paste into a notes file. Or I'll make an audio memo of the 
words or phrases that I want to use. Yeah, I mean, there's just a slew of ways that you can maintain a language. And I have to say, you know, when you do this process, whether you're reading a Twitter post, okay, you're using the language. You're reading something. You're you're practicing. That doesn't mean you have to do it for three hours at a time. You don't. You know, you can read a couple pages in like 20 minutes at night before you go to bed. Or if you want to listen to like... A book, an audio, like Ollie Richard's short stories in Spanish, Italian, French, German, English, or Russian. If you're practicing any of these languages, you can just turn that on and listen to it, you know, before you go to bed. And if you have the hard copy book, you can read along. This way, you're maintaining the language. So, if you're speaking, writing, reading, listening... You're using it every day, whether it's for five minutes, whether it's for five hours. You're maintaining your language or languages. And you don't have to do it all in one time. You can spread it out throughout the course of the day. So if you want to read a newspaper article in the morning, you want to do some practicing for 30 minutes with somebody on Skype or WhatsApp or Facebook Instant Messenger or italki, you can do that too. Um, You know, and if you just want to finish off by watching an episode of your favorite show in the target language, you can do that too. The sky's the limit. So I encourage everybody to try these suggestions. See what you think about it. Let me know on anchor.fm slash Chanel Patrice Hancock, Chanel's Language Learning Journey podcast. Please subscribe on Spotify, Breaker, AudioCast, Google Play, iTunes, and leave me a review because the more people that find the podcast, the more people that could start learning about their languages and how to successfully become the best language learner on the planet. Because I think that's all anybody wants. We want to be successful at communication. So, adios mis amigos. In el mundo hoy. Merci beaucoup, mes amis, ou la lingua communauté. Dos fadanges sim. Na yezakam oifsistra. Arrivederci a tutti in la lingua comunidada. A tutti. Dunkerville, me friendin in Tallinn community. Oi. Shukran. We. Salin salam. Arigato sayonara. Chichis. Bye, everybody, and remember, 
Language learning is a journey, not a race. Enjoy the process, and I will see you back in the next episode. Bye!